Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. I believe in this team and I believe in the city. That's why I'm especially proud to be the owner of the Oilers. Drilled him with a right hand, then missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. A lot of work to do. My goal is to lead this team to become an elite team in the National Hockey League. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucic. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Chad. Ever since I left the city, you got a reputation for yourself now. Everybody knows and I feel left out. Girl, you got me down, you got me stressed out. Cause ever since I left the city, you Drizzy Drake to open up the Thursday edition of Oilers Now. Brendan Escott with you and uh, hey, the Raptors for the first time in franchise history will begin the NBA Finals tonight in Toronto. How'd you like to be there right now in any capacity? Even if you're not going to the game, because frankly, that's probably going to cost you an arm and a leg no matter where you're sitting. How about just being downtown for the buzz? That'd be a blast. Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e-commerce store. No need to spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Your all-in-one convenient location is digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology software, IT, and supplies. I've got hosting duties for today and tomorrow. We'll check in with Bob, though, as he's off to the NHL Draft Combine, which is uh, day three, I believe, out in Buffalo. Uh, so we'll check in with him at uh, 12.15-ish, 12.35, Sportsnet's Louis DeBrusque. Of course, his son Jake, uh, part of the Boston Bruins team that, uh, ooh, an overtime loss last night to St. Louis. That one evened up at one now. How tightly matched are those two teams? 105, Sportsnet's Brian Burke, who is also at the NHL Draft Combine. He's for our friends at Canadian Power Pack, Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service. We'll talk to Berkey about uh, the national development team down in the U.S. and is just 
It's been a year for them, for sure, in terms of the talent that they've churned out, but it's a growing trend, and I'd like to explore that with Berkey a little bit more. 135, of course, UFC 240 is going down in the middle of the summer here in Edmonton. We heard from the champion yesterday, Max Holloway. We'll hear from the challenger, Frankie Edgar, today. You can keep in touch on the River Cree Resort Casino hotline, 780-496-0063. And hey, they've got some big changes coming to the River Cree this June. The main casino floor will become 100% smoke-free, but those who choose to smoke can still enjoy Embers, which is their new smoke-friendly expansion, including slots, table games, and more. They're just getting bigger and better at the River Cree Resort and Casino. Text line, Heartland Ford. Text line is 630-630. Don't buy a new or pre-owned Ford without giving Heartland a chance. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford. So, as mentioned last night, the Boston Bruins, the St. Louis Blues, they go to overtime. And uh, it was it was a fantastic game overall. And what we're seeing here to me is the the reassurance that big boy hockey still has a place. And you want to talk about following the or, or getting ahead of the league trends. Well, as much value is placed on speed, look at how these two teams play hockey. St. Louis Blues getting it done last night in overtime as we dip here into the direct work where audio vaults where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. This is how it sounded on the Blues Radio Network. Carl Gunnarsson picking up the overtime winner. Comes to the near side off a rask. Blues get it. Barbashev to Sundquist. He launched it wide. Delayed penalty against Boston. Gunnarsson to O'Reilly. To Gunnarsson. He scores! Boom, boom, Gunnarsson! Bring out the Zamboni! The Blues win game two! Three to two the final. That's not an easy building to win in at all. And, and you know what? It's not an easy city to win in, Boston. It is for Boston teams as we've seen the dominance of the Red Sox and the Patriots and the Bruins making their third Stanley Cup appearance in the last uh, nine years or eight years, I guess. It is one of the best sports markets in North America as much as it might pain me or you to say that. The Blues did get it done on the road, and that's important because they head back to St. Louis where, if you think for a second, those fans aren't fired up every bit as much as the Boston crowd. You're wrong. Uh, very curious to see how they handle it. But, again, it's 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 heavy hockey. Both of these teams are constructed very deeply. They get contributions from the third and fourth line, quite unlike anybody else in the league, and their defenders can contribute too. So if you're using how these teams are structured as a precedent... The Oilers are going to have to find some scoring in the in the bottom six. Yeah, I know that's an obvious statement to make. However, if it wasn't a pressing need before, man, do they ever need to find it. And if you look at how Boston's built, you can do it with homegrown talent. You've just got to be able to find the right role players, which is exactly what Dave Tippett said in his own opening statements. He also talked about, as we are back into the direct work or audio vault, the fact that he does want to use defense to attack. You can't play in this league without a five-man attack. 
and and it used to be all oh, get one defenseman up in the play. You need you need to play as five man units all the time. And it, you talk about it's not just with the puck. If you watch four checks now, you get in the offensive zone. It's hard to four check teams if you're just going to use three guys. Your D have got to be up on that too. So I'm a big believer. Defense have to be involved. Have to be outlets. Uh, coming out of your zone breakouts I mean you need you need support uh, there's some teams that I I won't mention them but they do a real good job of, of breaking out of their own end just with short passes real good support support of deep partners but then they get up get up the ice so whether it be without the puck of four check in the offensive zone or getting up the ice your D have to be involved that's just that's the only way you can stay competitive in the league today so if you look at how the Oilers' D is constructed right now, they've got some players that can make that quick first pass. I don't think anybody does it at an elite level right now. You know, Darnell Nurse likes to move his feet. I think that was one thing that I personally really noticed about him in junior and playing for the World Juniors is he likes to skate the puck up. It's not really obvious in his NHL game yet, but the propensity is there. Uh, and the lot, the players coming up, this young crop of D-men, well, that's their bread and butter because that's the era that they've been that they've been uh, learning through is is the mobile defenseman era. One more comment here in the audio vault. Uh, Ken Holland mentioning in that press conference that Dave Tippett is going to have some input on player personnel decisions in terms of how he wants to construct this roster, uh, depth scoring, depth contributions, defense, and otherwise. And I guess my answer would be, you know, Dave and I are going to be a team. You know, I worked with four coaches in Detroit, and you go to you go to work every day and you grind away. And and uh, it's it's I think it's my job as the general manager to provide a vision, and then your pro scouts, your amateur scouts are going to go out. Pro scouts maybe on the short term, the amateur scouts are on the longer term. Um, to build your team. Certainly uh, in Detroit, uh, in our heyday, you talked about we had great defensemen. You know, you, you, uh, now, to get those defensemen, for the most part, you got to draft them and you got to develop them. Uh, there are some good young defensemen in this uh, in this organization coming, coming through the system. Obviously, uh, Bouchard, the 10th pick. Sam Rukov had a great year uh, um, as a third-round pick in Guelph, taking, leading them to the uh, uh, Memorial Cup. And there's some other young defensemen. So uh, we got to draft it. we got to develop and then, and then it, and as, as Dave and I work together on an everyday basis, we talk about all that. We talk about all that. But certainly, um, I'm with I'm with uh, I'm with Dave. You got to have uh, the defense got to join the rush. They got to uh, they got to get the puck moved up, and you got to be moving in a four and five man attack. Um, we're, we're we're together on that. And that's good to hear that they are going to be in sync and that Tippett's going to have some input. I'm not sure that that was the case with uh, the previous general manager at the helm. I don't have that uh, that inkling whatsoever. 12.15 here in Edmonton. We're going to check in with Bob as he's on his way to Buffalo for the draft combine. It's Brendan Escott in today on Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Twelve twenty here in Edmonton. Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. 
NHL Draft Combine taking place in Buffalo all week long. We will check in with Bob, uh, hopefully, momentarily here. And uh, Brian Burke is also there as well. So at 105, we'll get his thoughts on everything that's going down there. Uh, I do want to mention, though, that today is a day to end diabetes. So the Alberta Diabetes Foundation is doing... Uh, uh, a fundraiser essentially and they'd like us to let you know about it so they want to fund some innovative research for the prevention and treatment of all forms of diabetes if you want to make a donation www.albertadiabetesfoundation.com or you can text CURE C-U-R-E to 45678 and that'll give you an automatic $10 donation so uh, just some fast facts for you if you're interested 1.18 million Albertans have diabetes and pre-diabetes Uh, It decreases life expectancy by 5 to 15 years. So very much an important issue that is being highlighted today by the Alberta Diabetes Foundation. Again, you can text CURE, C-U-R-E, to 45678, and that will make an automatic $10 donation. A couple texts here on the Heartland Ford text line. Uh, Great one out of Calgary says, if Tip wants the D, of course meaning Dave Tippett, to, uh, if he wants the D to activate on offense, the Oilers were among the worst, if not the worst, in goals given up this year. Don't you want the defense to focus more on just playing defense? Well, you can look at that in a couple different ways. Number one, if the breakouts are clean, if you're getting the puck out of your own zone, and you're doing that by activating the defensemen, allowing them to rush, allowing them to step up and make those outlet passes then you're not playing defense, right? Then you're not, you've got command of the puck, which from my understanding and what Ken Hitchcock was saying was sort of what he wanted to focus on anyway, but it just never really came to fruition last year. And this text out of Calgary is absolutely right. They were among the worst in the league in goals given up uh, in that past year. But I don't know that just focusing on playing steady stay-at-home defense solely is going to solve that problem. What do you think? Text me at 630, 6.30. All right, we do have the big fella on the line here, so we'll check in right now with Bob, who is, uh, you're at the airport right now, Bob, waiting to go to Buffalo, is that correct? Yeah, I don't know what happened to the uh, to the line here. I mean, I just, uh, we're good to go, though, so let's get after you got to six minutes so let's make it count perfect we'll start uh, with game two last night between boston and st louis uh blues controlled the better part of that hockey game i thought and they've been doing it playing heavy hockey what is your take on how that uh, transpired last night well i think what we've seen with st louis over and over again is they're very resilient i mean they might go down as the most resilient team in nhl history i mean a team going from last place to play in the stanley cup final is a remarkable accomplishment i was uh at an event last night uh, at Rogers Place and missed the first period that I uh, swung over and watched as a second or third period over at uh, Pub 1905 with my uh, with my buddy Dan Baker and who you know was a pretty good player himself and just just the it was interesting I, I get the sense that there's old school hardcore Boston Bruins fans but I think there's a lot of younger fans that really like St Louis and uh, you know Maroon was a fairly popular player here. Uh, Colton Pareko, Jay Bomeister have uh, people that like him in this market. So um, it's interesting to watch. You gotta, I, I agree with Don Sherry after the game. You gotta wonder whether or not there's something up with Patrice Bergeron because he did not look the same last night. And uh, St. Louis got what they needed, Brendan. They had to get a split. They got the split. 
And uh, that's a tough barn to win in, as I mentioned off the top of the show. So they'll head back home. Home ice advantage now. Uh, you're heading to the draft combine. It is uh, Ken Hall and Dave Tippett working together uh, for the first time that we've known about. And uh, what do you suppose that they're looking for, looking to uh, gain information-wise from watching these guys work out? I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, you know, I... We just have a little incident going on here uh, in the airport. <laughs> Got everybody sort of stopped just at the gate that we're about to go through. So um, what I will tell you is that uh, Ken Holland uh, yeah, left yesterday. Uh, we're, in a, we're in a situation where the, you know, the letters, uh, I just put a tweet out right now, and I'm kind of, Brennan, this, this is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. This guy stripped down to his underwear and is now currently walking through the middle uh, of the uh, <laughs> terminal. Everyone's like, what the heck is going on? But watching uh, a show. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> well, I guess if you got it, flaunt it. Uh, regarding, uh, regarding the uh, the combine, I mean, I, I, I'm going to ask Bob Green. We're going to run a Bob Green interview tomorrow, but I'm going to be intrigued to see whether or not anything has changed under Ken Holland, as you know, because we know that Keith Kretzky and Bob Green have been running the last couple drafts. I think most people think that the Oilers did a decent job in those last couple drafts. Is there a slightly different area of focus under Ken Holland's regime than maybe was there before? So that's one of the things I'm going to try to uh, ascertain. A lot of you know, obviously, Bowen Byram is a stone cold mortal lock top eight pick. The general consensus is, you know, the next, you know. The other seven picks are likely to be a forward. Uh, I have heard from a, that there's a couple organizations that really like Philip Roberg, a left-shot defenseman, six foot three, can skate like the absolute wind. And he was in Edmonton last year for the Holinka Gretzky, and at that time I thought he was going in the top eight of the draft. Most of the uh, guides and books out there have him outside of the top ten. I'm now hearing that uh, there's multiple teams that have him in the top ten. So, And then how do you sort of evaluate the American guys with that U.S. National Development Program versus the Canadian guys that are major junior. So that's going to be, you know, where does uh, Kirby Doc, where does um, Dylan Cousins, what about Peyton Krebs, you know, so there's three Western Hockey League forwards right there. And how, how do those guys compare? Maybe not to Jack Hughes, but uh, to Turcotte and Zgrass and uh, Boldy and, and Cole Caulfield, who was a big scorer. But, so I, I'm going to be really... Uh, really intrigued to see how we end up, uh, uh, you know, what sort of... I know the owners are interviewing Brendan over 80 different people. So, uh, and it goes beyond the first round. And the other thing I'll mention right now is would you be prepared to give up a second-round pick to get some immediate help right now with maybe a third-line right-shot center for a couple seasons? I think I might be willing to do that. So I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to, you know, see what kind of information we get in the next couple of days. In 30 seconds or less here, Bob, are they going to continue picking it or, or plan as if they're picking at eight? You don't see them trading up? I don't down? see them trade. I do not see them trading up. All right. Uh, we're going to leave it there. Uh, good luck with the uh, the situation at the airport. And uh, yeah, we certainly will check it tomorrow. Now, eh? He's got his clothes on now? Uh, I don't, can't see him. So. <laughs> All right, Bob. Uh, appreciate the time and safe travels. Okay. Bye-bye.
There is uh, Bob Stoffer checking in from what sounds like a rowdy YEG airport. So there you have it. Uh, don't expect the Oilers to trade out of the position they're drafting in. We'll get Louis DeBrusque's thoughts on a, a few different things coming up after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.